314 podcast and roller coaster that is the Toronto Blue Jays. Saw me if you heard this, continues to go up down like the Morgan Wallen song. I, I can't believe it. The full crew is back together. JR is here from his three week hiatus. The entire comment section was saying RIP JR. Uh, JR, would you like to address the nation? What's up? There was no beef. There's no beef or anything like that. You've just been busy. Like, is, that's that what, like, is that what's going on? No, they're just saying rest in peace, JR, in the comments. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I've, I've been, uh, it's been good. I mean, it's just, it was lining up terribly. Um, but yeah, no. And then the boys said it was a late episode and being on Pacific time, it was like, well, this is where I shine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it's it's been, I've been keeping up, I've been watching every game. I mean, there's definitely a lot to talk about, but fuck, it's been a roller coaster of uh last two weeks. Avery, what about, I mean, this is a completely different tone than uh, Thursday's episode. So Avery, where are you at? How was your week? I mean, we'll go into the weekend breakdown, obviously. Uh, the, we had a day Friday. Holy shit. We had a day Friday night. Um, But how, I mean. What, where are you out with this Toronto Blue Jays team? I mean, now they're in the second wild card spot again. I don't, I, I, I can't get a read on this well, team. Well, like, we needed last week, we needed that episode. Like, there was, that was a genuine, honest reaction. I think everyone felt that way too, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I, I'm not going to take back last episode. I won't fucking do it. I, I still believe in what we said. And I think it holds true. So, true. you know, it's, 162 games is a lot of fucking games. And <laughs> it is. It is. Some some good and some bad. And after some really bad things happened uh, during the week, we got some really good things happening this weekend. This is why baseball is crazy. So Friday, the Toronto Blue Jays had a 38% chance to make the playoffs. Now it's 78.8. It's just... <laughs> what's, it's what's just... The, so I don't care about the fan graphs prediction what what's johnny's prediction of me? i'm gonna say it's at 85 90 that that was a statement series they just had right there best pitching the, the best the best the pitching's mm-hmm. been in a very long time um obviously the bats you you can't really i mean you swept the series scoring 10 runs which is, which isn't good but that's just the brand of baseball the toronto blue jays have now that's how they win baseball games just really good pitching and obviously like i said like we saw this weekend really good defense but let's go into the uh the Friday night we had, Abe. Uh, so we went to the game, Jock Night, me, Alto, YJ, Spence, and obviously Dr. Internet. Great, great game. Dr. Internet's the best. And all those guys are the best. I love Spencer and YJs as well. And just Alto was there. He's like, <laughs> the funniest thing is, is Alto not really being tapped into Blue Jays Twitter. I called YJs, YJs, and he's like, this is YJs? <laughs> I had no idea uh, that that was them. So that was funny. And then after the game, we planned to go out with Ernie and stuff like that. Um, and Ernie texts me when we're at Alto's condo, and he's like, uh, are you horny for Horowitz? And I said, what? <laughs> he's like, uh, are you horny for Horowitz? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm horny for Horowitz. He's like, yeah, well, he's him and his uh, brother's going to come out with us too. So uh, we're at Alto's condo. Avery got there. What time do you get there, Avery? Probably like 9.50, 10 o'clock around that time? Ten, like kind of around 10, I think. Yeah, a- Avery gets there around 10, and uh, Ernie Clement, his girlfriend Horowitz and his brother Ben, shout out Ben Horowitz, uh, pull up to the condo, and it's just an absolute idiot zone right from the get go. It's just all the boys there just having a good time. We had the Ernie Clement jersey on the wall, and uh, I'm just mucking it up with her. Ernie's just Avery. That was your first time because I, like I said, I talked to Ernie like four or five times a week, like we text and stuff like that. Um, 
we met so, we met him on the field the one time though but yeah uh that was like your first time like talking to him talking to him like yeah, i talked to him he a lot fuck, like, he's he's the best man he's fucking northern tough i mean he's a buffalo boy right and he's, we were just talking about hockey pretty much the whole time so here's the background so we do these little candid pictures at alto's apartment like i mentioned we have uh or sorry, they have, I guess, they have like a wall full of like these Polaroid pictures. So Luplo started this tradition where also has this like TJ Brody hockey helmet. No, I Travis Boyd. Travis Boyd hockey helmet and uh, this like shark vacuum. So Luplo started this tradition where he puts the hockey helmet on and treats the vacuum as a hockey stick and takes like a hockey player mugshot picture with a stick on the ice. So Luplo did that. We bullied Schneider into doing it. And then we got Ernie, who, by the way, plays hockey. So it was incredible. Ernie like, looked like a natural. My God, is he so good looking. Ernie was with the helmet on the stick. And then we we bullied Horwitz into doing that. Yeah, Jared, but- check your phone. I'll send, I just sent you the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great pick. Me. Maybe we'll tweet it. Maybe we'll tweet it as well. Um, But uh, so Horwitz, by the way, that was the first time I met him. And he was like, Jewish cheater. Hey, you call me the Jewish cheater? Like, it was just, uh, see, you don't realize it because, like, the, the tweets I do about that get tons of impressions and stuff like that. And his mm-hmm. brother's like, oh, Johnny, I'm locked into you. Like, I fucking <laughs> see all your shit. Like, you're, I, uh, Spencer's not on Twitter, so we didn't really have that much of a clue who I am. He just said, his, like, his friends from home will send him videos of me and, like, stuff like that. So he just knows me from that. But uh, so anyways, we're at the condo. We're just having a good time. Like, Alto, Kurt, everyone's just chatting up with Ernie and Horowitz. Just like, they're just the boys. Because they are. They're great dudes. Mm-hmm. We get them both. We get Ernie to sign his jersey that Curtis bought. We put it on the wall. And or Alto bought, put it on the wall. And then we get Horowitz to sign the Schneider jersey and retire it in the rafters forever. And then we go to Dog and Bear after, which is just the old faithful. And these guys didn't know what they were getting into. They, they were like, no. it's just like a They can't wait you guys to the bar. Yeah, yeah, but they they left early though, obviously. But like, because mm-hmm. they had a three o'clock game, which is like whatever they had to be at the field at like eleven or twelve. So it's like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but uh, so they came out with us, left a little bit early. But I was just putting on a cl- Avery. How fucked up was I? Tell the people like I I <laughs> I was shit can. Like I had there was so many Gate fourteen listeners there, and Ernie was like, they're staring at you, Johnny. Like these kids are like <laughs> these these group people are staring at you, Johnny. Staring at you, and they're like. I, I'll tell you another story. I saw guys at Paris, Texas last night, and they're like, we saw you at Dog and Bear last night, and then we looked to your left, and it's just Ernie Clement and Spencer Horwitz hanging out with you. They're like, what the fuck is that? So, yeah, I'll bring that story up later. But, um, Avery, tell the people I was just shit-canned. I was well, going you, you texted, mode. so T-Mac, someone that Johnny and I work with now, obviously, um, you said you don't even remember T-Mac being there, right? I, I really don't. I remember. How did core. T-Mac end up at this bar? Well, they were up more than Wallen, right? So they, oh, okay, they went, okay. they went there after. Nice. But uh, Johnny, yeah, no. did you, did you buy Ernie's girlfriend that dog? Okay. So, th- so this is the story. So <laughs> I, I, the entire drive there, I'm talking to her. I, so the, <laughs> this is the most phantom Uber drives ever. So in one Uber, it's Horowitz, Ben Horowitz, and Alto. It's just one fucking random <laughs> Uber. And then it's the another Uber is me, Ernie, and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then the other Uber is like Curtis and Nicole. Just, it was like just like the, these groups of people. And, and then Avery and the girls he was with. So I'm in the Uber with Ernie and his girlfriend. I'm playing on my phone because the Uber driver didn't have like a, a like a aux cord. <laughs> so I'm like I'm playing tunes and we're just like having a good time in it. And I just continue mm-hmm. to say to like Ernie and his girlfriend, like you're gonna fucking love this bar. Like this is the best bar ever. They have the sickest shirts. Like I have one of the shirts. I'm buying you both a shirt. So. It was at like probably 1130 at the night or 12 o'clock. We got there. We got to that bar really late and there was no line, which was sick. That's why I love dog and bear. And 
I go up to the bar and I'm like, I need four vodka sodas and a fucking t-shirt and four t-shirts. I was gonna buy, I was gonna buy everyone a t-shirt. I was gonna buy Ernie, <laughs> Spencer, and then his girlfriend a shirt. So uh, the guy's like, we only have smalls. So I was like, fuck. All right. So Ernie's girlfriend's wearing a hoodie, an essentials hoodie, and it is hot as fuck in oh, this bar. Jesus, I wore a hoodie too, man. What a fucking mistake. It was hot as shit in this bar. But I didn't really think about that. I just bought the shirt just to be go beauty mode. So I hand everyone the sh- I hand everyone their drinks, and I go to Ernie's girlfriend in front of Ernie, like good guy Johnny. I'm like, wait here, I got a surprise for you. The guy hands me the white dog and bear shirt. I hand it to er- hand it to Ernie's girlfriend. Take off the fucking rubber band and open it up like it's a jersey swap right to her. <laughs> I just hand it to Ernie's girlfriend, and she's like. I don't think you realize how much this is going to help me. Like, I am sweating right now. But she was wearing, like, I don't know if it was, like, a athletic bra or sports bra on her hoodie. So she couldn't, like, obviously, wear, like, take that off in the bar. So she throws on the dog and bear shirt, and we're just buzzing. Like, we're just buzzing around. Did you talk to them at the bar, Avery? I don't even really remember. Like I said, I don't remember <laughs> that much from the night. But yeah, we, we, chopped it, we, great we, time. we chopped it up a little bit. She she was, like, some uh, some Mac athlete, right? Yeah, she went to Kent State, yeah. Yeah, she, so, she ruled. She was like, she was just one of the boys. She oh, was yeah. unbelievable. She, she might just, go out with us. Like when they're playing in games in a couple of weeks, when they come back here and she comes back, we might just hang out with her. Like we, she might just booze with the boys. <laughs> she was, a, when, yeah, she loved Cleveland sports, right? That was her thing. Yeah. No, oh, that was funny. That, no, was a, were, that was a great night. The man. best, best group of people. Um, yeah, all time. I love dog and bear, man. If Dude, they could, the they could figure out their uh, AC situation, which they never will do. That place would be the best bar in the city that no one really goes. Was to. there? A, is there usually a? I mean, at this point, Gate Fourteen Nation just. No, there there wasn't a line there. There was a bunch of Gate. There was a bunch of Gate Fourteen guys there. in there. There was so many Gate Fourteen guys. Some guy, there some guy came up to me as soon as I get in the bar, and he's like, uh, "Why didn't you sing on Twitter?" <laughs> and I I look at him like, "Sorry, what? What did you say? <laughs> Were you with someone too?" Yeah, I was like, with, a like a male friend. Yeah, I was with a couple people, and he's like, "What? Like, I wanted you to sing on Twitter," and I could not compute what the fuck he was saying to me there. <laughs> he's like, "You didn't sing last night." I was like, "Oh my god, so that's what you're talking about." Yeah, right dude, now? that was. Uh, I will say this though: the only negative thing about us getting noticed more and more out in public is, is I have the same conversation a hundred times. <laughs> I was at Paris, Texas on Saturday, and probably ten to fifteen people came up to me, and they were like. Are the Jays dead? Like, I answered the question, are the Jays dead 15 times Saturday night? I was also, like, I was just, I've been drunk for, like, eight hours at that point. I was just, like, no, man. The same answer I just kept saying. I was, like, no, they're not dead, man. I just kept, like, I was, like, no, they're not dead. Whatever. Fuck. But the funniest part about the Friday thing was, is, like, I just kept, I just remember this from, like, the last half of the night before they left. I just kept saying to Horowitz, holy fuck, you're yoked. I just kept saying that to him. You are fucking yoked. Horowitz is an unbelievable guy. Like, he's a morale guy. We were chopping up about college football, all this type of stuff. He's telling me self care. It was just, he's the best. So I'm happy we got to meet him, Abe. Yeah, I'm you happy can, we got you can to tell meet him. why, though, like, those guys are like very good friends. Yes. They're the same dude. Like, they're, they're like, you can tell, like, especially with Schneider, too. You can tell they can get along and all type of stuff. So, yeah, what what a crew to have. We have to get them all three out at one point. But uh, <laughs> Ernie Ernie texted me. He's like, thanks for the night, man. Like, uh, he's like, unreal night. Just uh, love all the boys. Yeah, he, he, uh, he responded. So, I'm, I like, I had to drive home. I wasn't fucked up. Um, I was like, it was one of those nights where I wasn't going to go out in the city. I heard we were doing it. I can't keep missing this all the time. So, it, like, yeah. 
kind of ruined my Saturday as in I had no sleep the next day, but I was like, yeah. I got, I got to be there. So we're kind of driving out of the city and Ernie, I tweet about dog and bear. Ernie fucking likes that. And then he goes back to my grandma in the cage picture <laughs> and he, and he tweets back at me. Thank God we won. <laughs> it's like, right. He's just, that. he's just mucking it up. But yeah, that was the Friday night we had, man. Obviously I forgot to take a picture with everyone. Like the Insta that, pictures. I know. I, I saw the Snyder pick. I was laughing. I think it's better without the pictures, you know, it is, it's, it is, yeah, but it, 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 it does. It does break the internet when we do that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. They are, well, they are the Polaroid cool. photos, like, Curtis was taking a million pictures. Yeah, that's what he does. When he gets drunk, he just turns into fucking Steven Spielberg or whatever the fuck that guy is. But he's just the best. But the Saturday night, I want to say this. Morgan Wallen yeah, is, so the, is the greatest performer I have ever seen. I don't care if we lose followers for me saying that, whatever, what the <laughs> fuck ever he did. He is the greatest mm-hmm. performer I have ever seen in my life. And I'm not just saying that. Because every single fucking song he plays is an absolute banger, and the entire crowd is just singing along to it. And he left bangers singing, out. Yeah, he left bangers out. Like he he didn't play certain songs. Like Talking Tennessee wasn't played. A lot of the like the old stuff and uh, from that other album. But man, that was I, like I said, I tweeted that was the greatest. I've been to over probably forty concerts. Like if you conclude Boots and Hearts and stuff like that, that wasn't even cl- that was the best concert I've been to in my life. I mean. That, it had to be the best looking girls in the city there. Oh, too. it was it was just <laughs> it was it was just absurd. I, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. I, can you and the thing can you the tell is, the story about Paris, Texas after too? I can't. Guys, I can't. I don't want to get Curtis in trouble. I won't I won't let you let you say we got into Paris, Texas. Um but this is the funniest part of it. <laughs> so <laughs> we're there, and apparently Alto is like outside of Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh Morgan Riley just got pigeon tossed and he like Morgan Riley was there on Saturday night and him and Alto were outside of the bar, like waiting to get left back in and Morgan Riley didn't have a stamp and Alto didn't have a stamp. And like, no, Alto says to the bouncer. He's like, do you, you know who this is? <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. bouncer's like, no, I'm no dude. He's like, this is like, this is Morgan Riley on like the Toronto police right here. But anyway, Sheldon Keefe and Morgan Riley were both there. And this DJ just had no Sheldon sen- Keith, like yeah. the coach. Yes. And this DJ had just no self-awareness. He just kept saying, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs in the building. It just kept <laughs> announcing it to everyone like that. Just Sheldon Keith and Morgan Riley were there. And I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, this is like the biggest sewer job ever. They obviously don't want to be recognized. They're in like a yeah. corner booth. Yeah. They and we got this dude announcing fucking, we got this dude announcing on the loudspeaker that just the Leafs are in the building. It was wild. <laughs> but going back to that Morgan Wallen concert though, um, I mean, if if I know the price, and obviously we're in a lucky position where our listeners will send me stuff and stuff like that. I know if, if he is coming to a town near you, listeners, you ha- I'm telling you, you have to go. Like, just soak it. It's it's worth every fucking dime, dude. It really is. Like, I know they say that about Taylor Swift stuff like this, but this dude is on a a generational heater and has so many bangers where it's like. You just got to soak it just to go there. I see he's in Montreal. I know some of our listeners are going to the Montreal one. He's in London tomorrow, like on the Tuesday. You just, you got to fucking suck it up, bite the bullet and just go. It's it's the most worth it thing of all time. It really is. I'm, I'm Avery, you you fucked up, bro. Yeah. You fucked up. Yeah. I was on a bus to Sudbury. Okay. You were at Morgan Wallet. <laughs> all uh, time. Yeah, it was all time. But uh, yeah, Paris, Texas was electric. There was just this, this drunk girl walking around with just Don Julio bottle, just pouring it down everyone's mouth. And I was oh just so God. drunk. I was like, you got to stop doing that to me. Like we went back at like three or four a.m. But it was a good time, man. It was a good weekend. 
obviously a good weekend in terms of the Jays. But Jar, what have you been doing, bro? You've been like going out. Like, what what are you doing? I mean, I know obviously you're in New York last week. Did you get to yeah, take, take down the New York team? It. Yeah, these we actually got it's actually funny. It's a funny story. We uh Joffrey Lupul walked in our store and I was like, Are you Joffrey Lupul? And he's like, Yeah. And then uh, we were talking, he said he had a bar nearby, so we went to his bar. Um like three of the four nights just getting after it at his bar. It was a great spot. Um, but yeah, no, we were we were down in New York uh for the grand opening. Um, I feel like we got a cycle now with these players. They go to Alto's apartment and then they end up getting cuts package. Uh <laughs> Ernie's getting uh cuts package. Oh, that's a good guy. That's a good looking dude to have in that. <laughs> yeah, was, that's uh, it. That's a really good looking soon. dude to have in that is the earned dog. That's a great yeah. looking dude. They got to pass a certain test. You know, Luplo's a good-looking guy, too. You know, Yeah, he's a man rocket. Judge Schneider's just David Schneider. But I forgot to tell this story. So after Morgan Wallen, me and Alto are walking back to the apartment, which, by the way, 8,000 steps. That's how far it is. We we tracked it on my phone. And I FaceTime Swanee. I'm just drunk. I just FaceTime Swanee, and I'm like, this guy's not going to fucking answer because he was there. Because Swanee DM'd me. So you know how my story, Avery, was like the picture of Alto with the stage behind it? Yeah. Swanee chirps me over DMs. He's like, <laughs> what do he say? This was so fucking out of pocket. He goes, You're a little high up. Could you hear the songs? He said that to me. <laughs> so I FaceTime him and I go, uh, we're just shooting the shit. And then I FaceTime him and his wife's there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying what I'm saying. You know, I'm just like, listen, I would die for your husband. He's the greatest dude of all time, all that type of stuff. And then Swanee's like to me, he's like, uh, What's this uh, thing I'm seeing here about like the retired jerseys in the apartment? Like, where's mine? I'm like, Swanee, you haven't fucking been by. Like, you're just big leaguing us. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we're just shooting it up. I'm talking to his wife, like, just on FaceTime about the concert and stuff like that. And then I re- I text him after the, the the FaceTime. It was like a five ten minute FaceTime, and I say, "You're the goat. Have a nice night." He said, "You're the fucking man. My wife approved of you. My wife approved approves of you." She said, "Why haven't you done his podcast yet? He sounds really funny." So, Swanee through the idea let's do a podcast this saturday night next saturday night i'm like swanee like come on come on you think i you think we're gonna, think we're gonna do a podcast what do you want to do, a, you want to do a live podcast are you out of your mind swanee <laughs> you think i'm you think i'll be hopping on a podcast saturday night get out get out of here swanee but anyways yeah he's just that's the guy and if you want the jersey to be retired you have to step foot in spadina that's the only that's the only obligations we have that's the only requirements for the jersey but it was a great weekend boys this is listen i know i talked about this with Avery. it's like we have before the regular season's done, we have four podcasts left. That's it. Wow, that's crazy. Wait, my math might be off there. That's that doesn't seem right. Well, oh yeah, you know, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Look, so one, two, three. Oh yeah, four. Fuck. Yeah, four podcasts left. Wow, if you include crazy. this one, that's we're that we're getting into crunch time. We, I mean, obviously we're, we're deeper into crunch time, but let's go yeah. into the series, folks. Let's go into the series. I mean. Avery, we predicted they would lose two out of three. That's how down on the dumps we were about this team. Uh, there's two guys I want to apologize to. Vladdy, I'm sorry, brother. I didn't know your game. That's the first guy. I mean, this guy had three home runs, three consecutive games. And Matty Chapman for kind of showing up a little bit. Um, he didn't make an error today. Whatever. I'm not going to go into the negative stuff on that. But he <laughs> launched. So or he, he hit the walk-off today, so he's back. Um, we got to talk about that Friday game. Jock and I. How good is Jose Barrios? How good is Jose Barrios, boys? He, he is uh, insane. He's two and zero on Jock Knight as well. Yeah, two and zero on Jock Knight, Jose Barrios. But I mean, this guy seven innings, five hits, zero earned runs, eight punches. 
he is the number he like i obviously bassett's our guy but who are you more comfortable with to be that number two guy Avery? bassett or barrios because barrios has been consistently mm. good all year right like back bassett kind of had those little pockets sure barrios yeah i think been- bassett has put together some better lines potentially yeah uh, obviously like the complete games and stuff when he gets to the end there but i think barrios seems to be the more more consistent arm the guy you're probably going with game two um and i really i have no problem with it, either of them but barrios man what a fucking 180 from last year holy shit he's <laughs> fantastic insane. Like it's insane. At one point last year, we said, "Oh, that deal sucks." Uh, that we signed him to for seven years. We're gonna have to deal with this for a long time, and now it just feels like a steal again. We, we're quick to forget that World Baseball Classic appearance he had yeah, that before so the season. Fun. Remember that? Um, yeah. Didn't we name an episode uh, about that? I don't outing? even want to look back. We said think. it was a good idea for him to pitch there, and then literally right after his outing, we said it was the worst decision. <laughs> 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 not great man not great but what about you jerry i mean he in my mind he's the number two guy but also yeah like- i think he's he deserves to be the number two guy i feel like a lot of people still though like i still feel a little uncomfortable like i really like, don't i don't know if i'm all. fully after what we witnessed last year it's like tough to be fully confident he's i don't fully know i feel like trust still- in my opinion he's fully earned my trust you think I, if I, he yeah, throws man. game two you'd be fully confident oh 100 yeah. like the yeah. he's shown up in all the biggest games for the jays this year besides that cub series i mean he has like mm-hmm. a 3-6 or 3-4 right in his last 15 games like this is a massive sample size now like this is just who he is and i believe this is his career year like this is the best year he's ever had in his career or it's up there maybe second but it's got to be yeah his era is, like his best era he's done was obviously with the twins three eight fours sure or three be. uh three three fifty two his best era in 2021 and right now it's 349 so he's having his wow. best year mm-hmm. um and he's had 178 innings already with two more starts to go so he is uh he is locked the fuck in he is locked the fuck in and a 1.18 whip is nothing to shake a stick at either that's second best in his career or third best in his career um yeah i love jose brios and the card and then obviously listen that win didn't really feel like a win because they barreled one baseball that entire game there was the vladdy home run that was the only barrel they had the entire game but when you have a pitching staff like this ave like you can kind of get away with these mediocre dog shit offensive performances they had four hits i think they hit like their expected batting average of team was below 200 that yep, game 137 137 that game and then jose brio just does what he have to do it just it sucks i know we talked about this on thursday it just it sucks having to rely on your pitchers to pitch like cy young to fucking yeah, the, win baseball the, game. the weird thing kind of the laurier team as well it's like you have your great pitchers go out there and it feels like the offense goes on cruise control yeah. When you score one or two, knowing you have a really great arm on the mound, and it's got to somehow change and be the opposite. But like, this is what playoff baseball is, though. Like 100%. this is like this is the perfect, perfect brand. Yeah, the Blue Jays have played shitty is. playoff baseball for a couple months now. Yes, which is which is hilarious. But <laughs> so, I'll take it. I'll take it. To yeah, time like to just time. finding a way to win and not worrying about that. Yeah, for sure. But let's. I mean, obviously the Vladdy home run. It he annihilated that baseball. That he. Seeing him finally starting to like hit pull side home runs and like pull these baseballs with like high exit velocities like he's been doing the last three or four days. Um, he's really figured it out, man. And obviously, this is a guy that's gonna have to pull his weight, especially with a guy like Bo Bichette kind of struggling here a little bit. But 
Let's go into Saturday's well, game. Well, sorry, everything changed when he hit front toss with Guillermo. With Guillermo, yeah. <laughs> Our former guy, Guillermo Martinez. But let's go into Saturday's game, man. I mean, that game was devastating. I mean, it was 2 nothing going into the bottom of the seventh. Jays get a run. Um, and then the, the Jays get a run to make it back in the ninth inning. Chris Bassett shoved. I mean, his walks are a little bit high, higher than I'd like them to be, and he does give up a decent, like, his home He's given up a home run every game now, it seems like. But um, obviously this bullpen, Chris Bassett goes seven innings, two earned runs. The bullpen gives you, what, five innings, one run to close the game out. Like, and the only run they gave up was an extra innings. Like, fuck, man. But the, the thing that, the thing for that game that really stood out to me is just how the Toronto Blue Jays continue to beat the Red Sox with dog shit play from the Boston Red Sox center fielders. What the <laughs> yeah. fu- what was that route he took? That was crazy. That like, was like that was the most obvious like backpedal ball hit ever. Like it was just mm-hmm. launched at like 1 115 and this guy's first step is in on a line drive. What do you like isn't that what they teach you when you're like 8 years old, Dave? Um no, I don't think they really teach that ever. First like just don't like yeah, your first step should never be in, right? Yeah, just depends on the ball hit you. That awesome to see from our side of it, but very, very funny. Um, that was like that. Could the Duran be the- one will always be the funniest, though. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was objectively funny because that was down to your last out. Oh shit! Like this is backs against the wall. We have to score here in Dalton Varsho. I mean, I will say this though: that emotion he showed at third base put me all brought me all the way back in. You know, when he fucking does like the fist pump and there's the entire bench is going bananas. There's actually a really good picture of there, um, out there of, of that pay, of uh of like behind Varsho showing the like the dugout looking at him and stuff like that. But um what a weird game. I mean, the the walk-off hit they got, um, just a dog shit ass <laughs> chopper single by Whit Merrifield that probably had an ex batting average of like 0.08. <laughs> Um, to win the game was just like the most Toronto Blue Jays shit ever. Uh, you love to see it, but a lot of weird base running plays, a lot of weird base running mistakes. But the guy that really stole the show for me that game, and I know we keep talking about the bullpen. How good is Chad Green? He is insane. He is yeah. absolutely insane. We had, it was just the one blow up, really, and yeah, kind of figured it out since, right? Mm-hmm. He's the pitcher that was promised. <laughs> is that what we're saying? We're still in the Yankees quote. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, obviously against that Texas series, he struggled a lot, but that was in a blowout game. But he gave you two and one third innings, clean slate, no base runner or one base runner the entire time, which was which was intentional walk. So nothing he did was like he no, oh, technically yeah, I totally no forgot runner. about that Texas outing. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah that was bad. But <laughs> um, he is just, I mean, when he's locked in, man, he's locked the fuck in, mm-hmm. and I mean he's kind of taking over what Trevor Richards role was. Trevor Richards has mm-hmm. been absolutely terrible. John Schneider still throws him, which I, again, I don't understand why, but whatever Chad green's taking over that role. And he's looked incredible, especially in a series where you kind of had to sweep. Like this is the series you had to sweep, but um, that Saturday game was just, I was so mad. I went Merrifield. Did you go to the game, bad. Johnny? What did you go to the game? No, I didn't go to the Saturday game. No, I watched it from, uh, I just watched it from the couch. Um, yeah, Whit Merrifield has just been really, really bad. But Tim Mesa, one twenty four ERA. I mean, this guy is insane. And then Jordan Romano gives you two innings that game, two innings, and puts up zero zero. So 
just this is what you do. This is how you win these games. And obviously, this brand of Toronto Blue Jays baseball is not going to be a home run hitting team. So what you got to do, you got to rely on the pitching staff. You got to rely on the bullpen. Is it boring mm-hmm. as fuck to watch as fans? Yeah, I'll say it. It's boring as shit. But that's just what we're going to have to deal with, right? I mean, yeah. it's th- th- this offense is just, they're not good. <laughs> There's not really much to say about it. I mean, they won mm-hmm. a series with 10 runs. They swept the so, series. I think like this type of series is how we're going to beat the Rays, if anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you said our pitching was, wasn't great, uh, I would say we'd have no shot of beating the Rays in this series if our hitting was on, our pitching was off. But I mean, we got to, with this pitching, I'd rather play, this might sound crazy, but like, I feel like we match up better against the Rays than uh the minnesota at this point like minnesota is almost like a better texas and we got fucked by them like I think do you I'd, think I'd... we just match up we don't match up well against texas or do you think that um do you think we just sucked i just i don't i don't want to see the rays man trop is like a house of horrors i don't and mm-hmm. it's pretty much yeah it's, i think it's clinched they're guaranteed now that you're, you have to play either at Camden or Tropicana. It's like, there's just no way another team's going to get in that first wild card. So I don't want to see it. I'll say, I do not want to see Camden Yards. I do not want to see Tropicana Field. I, I just give me that little target field with Blue Jays' dad and uh, and, and go family. from there. And family. And go from there. Because he's he's putting on a clinic on Twitter, so I am kind of want to see him there. Uh, maybe get him to record some videos for gate 14 boots on the ground it would be nice to have a yeah yeah a correspondent for us there. it's johnny whatever that song is that he was singing um but yeah it's uh you're i i, I disagree i i do not think this team matches up great against the tampa bay race yeah i'm, I'm out on that one. yeah they really do they match up the best against i like the twins i like the take because the Twins have a dog it. shit mediocre offense, kind of like what the Jays do. Like a lot of double play balls, don't really score that many no, runs. I would say, Royce Lewis a, will hit a grand slam against this team too if they play at some it. point. Or like, Lupo. It's like Texas. I mean, though Texas offense, like I mean, looking they're at them, they're 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 fucking crazy. That offense, they're insane. Without Scherzer, I mean, I mean the the Mariners kind of got exposed this. Last series, the Dodgers just kind of swept yeah. the floor. The Dodgers are just good. Like there's yeah. the, the Dodgers are so good, and they just turn shit bums into good hitters. Yeah, like it just it makes me fucking sick. But um, so I gotta pull this up. Our guy Glenjamin, shout out Glenjamin, legend, brother of Doctor Internet, um, actual doctor. He, I actually, by the way, he's not. We debunked really? that. Zoom's lied to us. Yeah. Um. So the statistical chance. Of the Toronto Blue Jays to sweep this weekend and the Mariners and the Rangers to both get swept was one out of 512, a 0.019% chance that what happened this weekend happened this weekend. And all I got to say is that's ball. That's ball, folks. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Blue Jays were a game and a half back of a playoff spot on Thursday, Thursday night. And we're here on Sunday night or I guess 2 a.m. Monday morning recording this. And now they're in the second wild card spot in the playoffs. This is just, this season is, it makes me sick. It really does. This is just so bad for my mental health. You sweep the Royals, get swept by the Rangers, sweep the Boston Red Sox. Two and one. Did Avery just snort a line behind the desk? What was that? No, it's blowing out a candle. It's getting kind of hot in here. Avery's turning into a candle <laughs> Dude, I, lo- I love a good candle. That's Fair the dumbest. I, I, I'm, At I'm this hour? Candle. Yeah, white barn flan. I'm just trying to keep myself up in like the sensor. Do candles 
Do candles set off fire alarms? Is that a dumb question? Um, like you, they could, but like the odds are probably pretty low. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. Like I just wanted to address that. Could. I just wanted to address that. that I don't think. It, I mean, that could. Someone could say that's. I mean, yeah. Question, I think it but... smokes enough, but it shouldn't. These candles that you get from Bath and Body Works shouldn't mm-hmm. smoke to set off a fire alarm. So yeah, that's good. Figure it out. You guys, let's go on it. Get on the candle train for the for the winter. Avery's locked awesome. into the candle train, which I respect. Yep. Yep. Boys, let's go on. Let's go in. Let's go into today's game. Let's go into the man of the fucking hour. He goes by the name of Calvin Bubble Biggio. Started the <laughs> rally today in the ninth with Matt Chapman hitting him home. This dude is making me look so dumb. I wanted him DFA'd. Hand up. I wanted this dude DFA'd. But unlike these Blue Jays fraud fuck beat writers, I will admit when I am wrong, that was a bad take. He is making me shut up. In his last seven games, he's hitting 350 with a 550 slugging. Just insane. In his last 15 games, he's hitting 310 with a 415 on base percentage. And in his last 30, he's hitting 274 with a 394 on base percentage. Calvin Biggio is on a Lynn Sanity run like we have never seen before. And you could even make or the case. Or is he just good? Or he's just he might just be good. But you could just make the case as well with the defense he is playing. He might be the reason this team is in a playoff spot right now, especially with all their big dogs that weren't playing and stuff like that. Obviously, the Buffalo boys, too. But Calvin Biggio, I salute you, Bubble Biggio. This dude is just on a heater. I love him. I I might buy a Biggio jersey. I seriously is he, uh What do you think about him, like, starting games next year? Like, can he play? I, third, I mean, can he play could third he base? replace Wit? You think he could replace Wit? Yeah, but you got guys like Ernie Clement that can replace with. Too. Yeah, I like, think there's, there's David, so many options. David there, right? Schneider is just like the easy replacement for him. Yeah. I think he's good. I think his role's fine. I mean, let's be honest. He was pretty shit at the start of the year for a yeah. while. Yes, he oh, was. He's, yeah, he's been pretty um, shit for a if while. If he could just be like this every day, I mean, that's a that's a fantastic. Yeah, like him being able to hit there. while being able mm-hmm. to play all these positions is super yeah. helpful and why mm-hmm. they obviously never got I rid mean, of him, right? I'm talking about him defensively. He has a 9.92 field percentage at third base or second base this year, and then a 9.73 in right field. I think he only has one error in right field. Yeah, he has one error in right field. This guy, I mean, he's playing lockdown defense well. I mean, obviously, Avery, you remember the error he made. I was in Great American Ballpark. But um, he is really, I mean, I don't know how you take him out of a lineup now. Like I said on the TikTok, I think he should be playing every single day, no matter what matchup, any of that stuff. He is dialed the fuck in, Avery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like awesome. I want him playing every day. I really do. I never thought I'd be saying that like a month ago, but I, I want him playing every single fucking day. I yeah. need my daily dosage of two B one, three B one, RF one. Yeah, yeah, UT one. We might as well fucking put him in there UT1. as well. He's yeah, he has done everything that they fucking asked him to do, and it doesn't seem like he complains about shit. He's a really good teammate. Every guy says they like Kevin Biggio. I was out on Kevin Biggio. He Back fucking. Here. He rocks at this role. I'm diving in. Yep. Um, we're not going to jinx anything, obviously, because we don't fucking hit the balls. Like, it doesn't matter what we do here. Yeah, I hate those people make me sick, but that's fine. I know. I wanted to get that in there for you, Johnny. But Kevin Biggio, I'm... good for him, man. Holy shit. <laughs> he was... People were, were out. I was personally out on Kevin oh, Biggio. People was... were way out. Yeah. Um, but for a guy like that, it's like, I don't know how he is as a person. But you think once you're playing that well and you go into next year and then they just sign someone else and he's back into the platoon role, you got to be disappointed with that at some point, you think, right? Yeah, for sure. And obviously, I mean, 
I don't think anyone's taken as many punches as Kevin Biggio. I mean, this guy was playing like once every seven days. Like, it just goes to show you the type of character he has and like how he's kind of always stayed ready and taken advantage of it, uh, clearly. I mean, this is a guy that was a lot of guys get injured in the roster, not playing every day. Obviously, the Brandon Belt injury helps his case a lot, too, because then he gets to kind of get slotted in there a little bit. But um, he's taken advantage of it. And obviously, like I said, I want him playing every single day for the rest of the year. No matter what the matchup is, he's looked incredible. So shout out Bubble Biggio. Um, and then another guy for speaking of today's today's game, the Korean King. Five and two thirds scoreless again today. Or four and two thirds, sorry, scoreless today. He is just everything you've ever wanted i mean mm-hmm. i want the jays to re-sign him so bad if the <laughs> obviously if the price is right but especially you look at this pitching prospects coming up here ricky tiedemann kind of got roughed around in his last double a start walking a lot of guys giving up a lot of home runs so um Ryu Wait, he, g- he gave up a lot of home runs i think he gave up two home runs in like four innings in double a or something like that it was last start um but yeah, Ryu's a guy that's like obviously plays a mentor as well. So if Ricky comes up, you can have that Ryu guy to kind of fall back on and teach him the ways of like how to be a big leaguer. And obviously, they're two different brands of pitchers, but that's the role kind of Ryu plays in every locker room he's in. And obviously, Jano told us about that. So um, Ryu's just incredible, man. And honestly, I just I don't know. That's the problem here. We talk about this every podcast. Like I don't know what you do in a playoff three game rotation. Like Ryu has given you every single chance, every single time he pitches to win a baseball game. And it's hard, like, you don't, I don't know what you do with this guy now. It's tough. It's got to be matchup based, right? Yeah. Like, I but don't can think... you see a role where Ryu comes out of the bullpen no, in the playoffs? No, like, I can't. I can't see Do you think that. he's just not going to pitch in the playoffs? I think they might leave him off the roster, which is tough. I don't know. I don't know. know. They do they, do know. they do that? I forget. No, I don't think they'll do that. No. They, they leave off like the, I think they they won't leave Ryu off the playoff roster. Obviously, they'll probably they they would send down like Bowden Francis or Nate Pearson before they do that. Obviously, or they they'll leave those guys off the roster. But um, Ryu was incredible today. Obviously, shoves when the team isn't obviously fucking scoring like always. Um, Jays go up two nothing. Then they give up the the Swanee gives up the bomb so the Jays can walk it off back to back days, which is why <laughs> Swanee's my guy. That's the spin zone I'm going to be going with. So that's what I'll be saying with that. Um, but. Just Varsho again, man. He's another guy that's like really heating up here down the stretch. And obviously, Matt Chapman, if if this lineup could start clicking, it, I'm in a little bit of a crossroad because my Yankees are playing my Blue Jays this week. So um, it's a tough. Have you seen those Yankees tweets where uh, they have to go undefeated to make the playoffs? But still, they th- they think there's a chance they make the playoffs. There's no there's not a chicken's dick chance in fucking hell they make the playoffs. I Sorry. would like to see my Yankees in the playoffs, obviously, as a Yankee fan. I, I will say this, though. I want to see them finish ahead of like the Mariners or the Rangers. That would be funny. That would be fucking funny. But we'll see what happens, man. But uh today's game, I mean, there's not much for us to talk about besides the fact like great defense. I mean, Vladdy made great defensive plays. Uh that Bobachet throw to home today saved the run. Yep. Ryu got out of so many jams today, like second, third, no out, bases loaded, no out, all that type of stuff, and just kind of was playing with fire, but it ended up working. But um, I'm still watching these games thinking, I don't think this team would have a fucking chance in the playoffs, maybe, but just get me in there. Just get me in there and let's just play. Let's just, let's just get some October baseball. Let's get some magic here. Uh, but yeah, today's game was just the uh, timely hitting Dalton Varsho comes up clutch. And then obviously bubble Biggio gets on with that single in the ninth. And then Chapman fucking launches that baseball into orbit, um, and scores him. So just a textbook 
clutch hitting type of game that the Jays needed against a dog shit team. And the sweep brought me back in, boys. I'm all the way back in right now. I am all the way back in on this team. 78% chance. I love those odds. Dude, I love imagine, those odds. Imagine just getting swept by the Yankees. Yeah, then I then I'd be just I couldn't <laughs> be more out. Uh it, yeah. But it's just, man, I, I just don't know how the Mariners were even in this fucking spot. They are, their lineup is so ass, Avery. It is so ass. I agree. Yeah. I was I, uh, we were watching the game last night when we got back to the hotel in Sudbury and Mike, your boy Ford Z, like extra inning hit to tie the game. I was like, what the fuck is this team doing? Yeah. Tie no juice France is in the middle of that lineup as well. Uh just they're, yeah, they're really not that good. But we can't talk shit though. We had Espinal hitting in the five hole. Hundred <laughs> percent. <Yeah>. Like hundred <laughs> percent. I can't just, believe that Espinal's in the five hole on Saturday, bro. And yeah, I it's know like, it's like, you know what? Maybe you've struggled a little bit. You're not playing that often. So let's get you a shit ton of breaking pitches in the five hole. I got to say this, though. How, how do you keep playing with Merrifield, though? How do you justify keep playing with Merrifield? Um, well, he just walked. He's Well, come on, Avery. <laughs> he's three for his last 24. His weighted runs created plus on the year, which is honestly, he, he he's had a great year in our minds. He's a below average MLB hitter right now. I mean, his weighted runs created plus is 96. That is fucking terrible. That is so bad. He had to have been a, closer to 120 at some point, too. Yeah, he was. He was. It just, I, I can't believe it. So, if that situation rises, I, he hasn't been hitting good. He hasn't been playing that great defense. I mean, that ball he dropped and left in the Ranger series was terrible. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know, man. He He's not, he's kind of playing himself out of this lineup when you got guys like Whit Marif or uh, Bubble Biggio just raking and being my 2B1. So, we'll see what happens. But... Other than that, though, I mean, just a little recap of the series. I mean, it's good to finally do something. It's just, but the roller coaster of this team never continues to stop. It's what do you think the next? What do you think the next episode is like? Where are we at mentally for the next episode? Like, I guess this is kind of a look ahead here, but we're not going to do predictions. It is. I want it to be. I want it to be an episode where we can make the title something clickbaity to chirp Yankee fans. Like the Bronx bums again. We need to run that broad. We did that back. We did that last year. The Bronx bums. Yep. We need to run that back. We need to run that back ASAP. I need the Bronx bums. But yeah, let's go into the pitching. Let's go into the series here, obviously. Um, we got on Tuesday, weird off day tomorrow, but Tuesday, Yusei Kikuchi versus Clark Schmidt, Kevin Gossman versus Michael King. And I believe it's Garrett Cole on Thursday going up against who pitches after Gossman, Avery. Do you remember? That would be uh, Barrios, would it not? Yeah, Barrios against Garrett Cole, I think, would be the Thursday matchup. Um, I'm going to go with the reverse jinx like we've been doing this entire time. I'm going to say the Jays lose the series 2-3. Yeah. we yeah, got to keep jinxing it. They probably get swept by, by our yeah. Yankees. What about you, Jared? What are you thinking? I think we we take it. We take it 2-3. I just I, – I, I'm scared about this. Because if the Jays do lose the series, then we're gonna have Yankees Twitter coming at us. Yeah, like it was pretty we bad. Can't, we it? can't give them a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna. We go can't. Away. Yeah, we can't. We gotta bury them right now. Just mm-hmm. bury them. Because the the Jays' magic number, I believe, is twelve. I want to say to make the playoffs right now. So twelve out comes to happen. Let's just do it ourselves. Fuck it. Let's Fuck just get it. it done. Um, but I don't want to deal with Yankee fans this way. I I just let's just bury them at Yankee Stadium. 
ruin their playoff hopes and just just kill them there. Just step on their neck, step on their fucking throat. Do you have any listener questions, Dave? We do. We do have a couple here. Uh, all right. What Blue Jay do you think can bench the most weight? We can go from the least to the most. We can do this however, however we'd like. We can all take a pick. Least would probably be Espinal, right? Or no, he oh he no he gained muscle that no least Tim Meza, no Kevin Biggio, no 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 Biggio's kind of yoked. Biggio's kind of yoked. I'm gonna say it has to be just like a phantom pitcher. Simber, Adam Simber, Adam Simber. There you go. Even though, by the way. What what are we doing saying he should be able to return soon? No, we're we're good. Adam, uh, message to Adam Simber. Take your time, brother. Your health is our main priority here as Toronto Blue Jays fans. Just just take your time, okay? We want to make sure you're fully healthy for 2026 um, and you're ready to go. But we don't want you rushing this return. Just stay in AAA uh, and just enjoy it down there. Okay, Adam? Let's just, let's just get it going from there. But yep. Adam Simber is definitely the least. That's like that's a that's a that's a all right. Up, so let's go. Like. Let's go most then. Horwitz was a big dude, Dave. Horwitz was a big dude. I was surprised actually. I think Matt Chapman might be able to bench a lot. Varsho, Varsho's yeah. got that like little stocky. The shorter the arms that you have, the For easier sure. it is to belt the be- to bench. David Schneider was pretty big in person too. You didn't get to see him like he was wearing like a nice little. Uh, David loop. Schneider is a big boy. He was I wonder how much cl- Vlad can put up. I know he doesn't seem like a gym guy, but yeah. sometimes those guys are sneaky. They can pull a lot of weight. I'm going to say probably it, it has to be, in my opinion, I think it's Dalton Varsho. He is a f- built like a fucking lineman. Yeah, and his arms are not long at all. You yeah, right exactly. I that. think Varsho's, uh, Varsho's a layup, I think. I think it's Dalton Varsho. Okay, I'll go match Chapman. I think you can bench more than him. I'm gonna get these answers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask one of the boys. Maybe well, we'll you one. know those those bat boys. Uh, yeah, you remember their content? They oh, always just God. ask. Yeah, they ask the dumbest guys. fucking questions ever. <laughs> Holy shit! Didn't uh, didn't Bryson get interviewed by them as well? Yeah, and they just ask, "What's your max bench? What's your max squat?" And every answer is, "I don't, I don't max. Know. I don't yeah, max yeah. anymore." Just, because they, uh, they, those guys having on field access makes me sick. They, they got, you got to take more advantage of that. You got to learn more about the players instead of asking what's your fucking bench. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, because half of them don't actually do their fucking max bench. Yeah, no one in the major leagues does that unless you're like a legit bodybuilder. Imagine Max ma- imagine Max benching and then playing a game that night. Yeah, yeah that, like, that would, that like would be smart. There's literally no point. <laughs> that would be smart. That would be, that'd be really fucking smart. What's the next one, Ave? Would you rather get perfect gain by Domingo Herman or get the bases loaded with none outs every inning and not score a single run? Like in one game or like for life? We'll just say one game for life. That'd be crazy. I'm going to say I don't I, I hate domestic abusers, obviously. So I'm yeah. going to say the, the base is loaded straight. No, no runs. We, we, we pretty much do that anyways. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we experience that fucking anyway. So what's what's the difference? We get to we get to see that every single day in our lives. So. I'll take that ten times out of ten. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. And fuck to make that. Home. You can hold that that outing against us forever. You know. Yeah. People forget about the bases loaded. Yeah, but that's not like a box score for that, man. Like you don't. The MLB.com article doesn't start with that headline. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I actually got one here, Avery. Well, uh, this is one a listener just DM me that I sent to myself. 
Would you rather have a UFC style fight against Avery or have your love life dictated by a Matt Chapman at bat? <laughs> Shout out Aaron for that question. Um, I would say UFC style bout against Avery because if it was a Matt Chapman one, I'd find love once every like three, four months because that's when he has good at bats. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say UFC bout against Avery. How would you answer that, Jr.? Um. I mean that's a tough one. I mean, I think I would just take my take my odds with a Matt Chapman. <laughs> you don't you don't want to fight, Jer? <laughs> yeah, you know, Jared doesn't I don't want to fight, Dave. Jared doesn't want to fight. Mm-hmm. I, I, I respect that. Fight. What's the next one, Dave? What do we think is wrong with Bo? I think he's still a little bit injured, man. Has to be. Because he just doesn't look the same. Like is that bats doesn't really look the same. Mm. He like just having he's swinging at weird. I know he's a free swinger, but he was never really swinging at pitches in other batters' box. <laughs> like I think he always actually was. I'll you think that. so? I I don't think he was. Yeah, the know. slider where he does the one-handed swing over top, and then like helicopters the bat around his head after he swings and misses on a slider in the dirt. That's I, a good point. He does I, do that a lot. Actually, I do yeah. know that one really well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's still playing injured. I mean, at this point, you think most guys are kind of banged up, right? Yeah. The season is so crazy long, and they don't get rest ever, pretty much, besides like the us. odd off day. Like so. us. Yeah, they are like us. I don't know what's harder, man, doing podcasts. The podcasters are the real tough ones. Podcast at 2.26 a.m. or We're not flying uh, We're not flying private to go everywhere. We're, 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 uh, we're grinding. We're not chartering fucking flights. But, yeah, it's a great question. You're literally driving. I, I will say this. I do think Boba Chet's still injured, but he's low. I mean, it's not really affecting his defense. So, and obviously once his offense starts to get going, it's going to be a problem. So I'm not really that worried about it. It's still early since him. Kind of, sorry. I'm not going not to go Mike Wilner, but it's still like, <laughs> he just got back from injury. So I, I, it's a week ago. So I don't know. Maybe he'll start getting back into stride. But like I said, his at-bats are fucking terrible. Holy shit. Some of them at least have been. But I, I hope he'll figure it out. I'm not worried about I'm not worried about Boba Shet ever. He's like the best pure hitter on this team. What's the best concert we have been to? You two can answer because I already answered mine. I've only been to one my entire life. What? Okay, so you could say that's fucking that's serial killer. Let's get shit. don't say who it is. Let's guess. Macklemore. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> what Nickel- genre is it? Nickelback or country, something. Country. Country. Oh my god, I know what it is. It's Luke Bryan? No, it's no. Fu- dude, it's like Canadian country music and such. Tim Hicks? No. I don't even Dean know Brody? This- yes. That's a yeah. terrible fucking concert in, to be in in Sudbury went. too. Dean Brody. Okay. Avery, what about I haven't you? been. I just never grew up going to concerts and then like Me neither. I've always wanted to go to the Budweiser stage. Um, That's crazy. I guess I take that for advantage. I, I've been to fucking like five concerts this year. Take that for advantage. Take that for granted. Fucking Canadian girls. That's these things. That song. <laughs> um, uh, Swedish House Mafia. My favorite okay. one. That's it's a like good my, answer. My favorite group of all time. Legends. So. Just legends. So, legends of the game. William has asked us every single time. He wants to know what golf clubs we have and what our favorite club is. I don't have a driver. <laughs> um... I have these tailor-made like uh, muscle cavities, and my favorite club. I just fucking whack my three iron around the course all the time. Mine's four iron, and I have tailor-made M fives. And I don't even Jr. What you don't even have golf clubs, do you? I have Titleist AP twos. Yeah, and my favorite club is the Kirkland sixty degree. <laughs> 
Big chip guy. Big chip guy. <laughs> big, chip, big chipper. Yeah. Oh, this big one. This one. This question got some love by the people in the Discord here. Do you think Vladdy intentionally played poorly for ninety percent of the season so that he'd get pitched a certain way by every pitcher <laughs> in late September in the playoffs and capitalize on it? That's a great spin zone that we will be taking to the internet sooner than later. That's, that was King, that, King Raj forty eight twenty six came up with that one. Turtle King Raj, um, but King. but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he's missing <laughs> middle middle pitches at eighty eight and uh, swinging that pitch in the batter's box yeah. for for fun. That's what Especially he's been when doing. he's got three hundred fifty million dollars on the line too. Yeah, that that's what he's been doing. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a great spin zone. That's a that's a good one for us to say to like the the old men that argue with us on Twitter. That was awesome. And then we have a like a gate fourteen question here. Last one: Would we ever consider doing short podcasts after every game, kind of like a post game recap? That would be fifteen to twenty minutes. No, or are we no, happy with never. the series, series recaps? He never. says he loved. He just wants to get more Gabe 14 content. Well, that, the that thing is, though, we do. A, we pretty much do a live recap when we do live streams. Yeah, like that's, that's a recap. That couldn't be more of a recap. We're in the but moment. Some people, some people can't make the live streams, and I think this is probably a guy who can't make those. Okay. Maybe next year we'll see, like, once we start. I guess getting... it could we, be we also a season gotta... 30 for the live stream, you know? Yeah. Gate 14 and 30. Yep. Oh, that would be awesome, Jared. Nice. Um, we also got to kind of just like live our lives as well a little bit too. Well, right? no, I, I don't care about the living the live stuff. Well, um, you, you live your life every fucking weekend. Yeah, but I also do. I'm also P- Avery won't acknowledge this, but Avery's in Sudbury. I was controlling oh, all yeah. of our socials, fucking everything while getting fucking shit house Friday night, Saturday night, and then being hung over as shit Sunday. Friday I night, I was still on it. Don't worry. But I was grinding, posting everything, the home runs, everything. It is impressive how you can get drunk and maintain those socials. <laughs> yeah. I was doing that. I made the the post-game clips and all that type of stuff. I made it while I was preying for Morgan Wallen. Yeah, so. you kept it between the lines. Your, your screen time might hit a record high. Well, no, no, I, no, no, it, no. It was wait, 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 wait. Now Johnny has a spin zone because now at work, Johnny's not on his phone anymore. He's oh, on his computer. Okay. So now it's... I don't think it was affected. <laughs> oh, my that. God. You, it better have been affected, Johnny. Yeah, there's no way you can be on your phone that much at work. It'd be, like, almost impossible. Okay, my screen time average last week. Oh, down 25%. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Can't believe um, you thought it didn't change anything, man. Yeah, okay. That makes sense, I guess. I didn't realize that. Yeah. down Or down 40%, actually. Holy fuck. Okay. But yeah, that makes sense. Still eight hours, but whatever. Um, <laughs> anyways, man, four gay 14 episodes left before playoffs. Or yeah, th- I, I, whatever. Three. I'm pretty sure it's four. It's four. Four episodes left before playoffs. Here we go. Bronx Bombers, Toronto Blue Jays, man. This is where we get in the mud with Yankees Twitter. This is, we've been waiting for this since the full uniform game. Um, now we go. This is fucking crucial. You got to go into Yankee Stadium. You got to set this. You got to set the tone. Take another series from an AL East division opponent before you go to Tropicana. Let's go, dude. I am. I. I said this last podcast. I don't get excited. They pulled me back in. Now I'm getting excited. Now I'm pissed off. There's no Jays games tomorrow, but it's good to have a little bit of a break. Um. Dare I say every series from here on out is the biggest series of the year. I'm pumped for it. Let's fucking dog walk the Yankees, man. Seriously. Let's fucking dog walk them. 
Because then we get to fucking play against them on Rogers Center, hopefully when they're dead and gone and they're just finished mm-hmm. the next week. Um, Yankees race, Yankees race. No, it's not that much <laughs> of a series preview they're going to be able to do yeah, here. They, they really mix it up here at the end of the but, year. Yeah, They're going to really get to know the players. It's going to be electric, so make sure you guys continue to subscribe, download all of our stuff, download Sports Interaction, reference us. They love us. They love the numbers we've been putting up for them, and obviously that's all thanks to you guys. So um, keep doing that thing, man. Gate 14 forever. Cherish these moments. Watch every game. Watch every inning. Watch mm-hmm. every live stream. Because in November, December, we'll be begging for this shit. I'll be killing for a Toronto Blue Jays game. Future message to me. So, any any last comments, Avery Jr.? Nope. Go Birds. Let's do it. Let's do it.